It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! Lane Kiffin, Brian Kelly, who will win a matchup between two of the most well-respected coaches in all of college football. And should LSU have actually pursued Lane Kiffin? Well, he's a creative coach offensively, and they always have been cutting edge in terms of what they do. Um, yeah, and, and he's uh, he's a guy that, that gets his team playing hard. I mean, they play hard. Offensively, there's always an answer to what you do in-game as well. But I think more importantly, uh, they scout you out. I mean, you better know your, your own self-scouting and where your tendencies are. Uh, because he's going to, to really dial in on if there's anything that you do, if you do anything defensively, he is going to analyze that uh, and have an answer for it. So you got to be very good at, at your self-scout. Bob, Brian Kelly there talking about what makes Joey Freshwater great. Now, I want to ask you a question. Would you have minded LSU head coach Lane Kiffin? I would be hypocritical to say that I am a little bit sad that Lane didn't end up being the head coach of the LSU Tigers because he was my number two candidate uh, during the entire cycle, right? Uh, he, along with Lincoln Riley, were so far ahead of everybody else, mainly because of what we talked about in last week's episode regarding the college football playoff yard per play threshold, 6.2 yards per play. And a Lane Kiffin coach team is always guaranteed to reach that mark. So, you know, for me, I, I was a big Lane guy. But Scott Woodward decided to go hire one of the best coaches in the history of college football, which is Brian Kelly. And I'm totally happy with BK being the head coach. But, you know, there's always a piece of me what a lane offense would look like with LSU's athletes. So, you know, we go into this week's matchup with Lane's really high-powered offense with some question marks surrounding the Ole Miss Rebels, okay? So, first thing, Ole Miss has not really played anybody, right? They have only played really Kentucky, a team that you would consider good, and that game was at home in Oxford, and Ole Miss caught about every lucky break you could have caught to win that game. And dating back to when LSU beat Ole Miss in 2020, Lane Kiffin can get a little conservative late in games with this play calling backing into victories. So, you know, if this game is scheduled to be close, and as many of you know, if you are a member of the PHL Patreon, don't forget to join patreon.com slash LSU football, you already know that, well, my favorite analytics ace, a guy by the name of Parker Stats of War on Twitter, has the final score set for 28.51 to 28.51. His closest matchup he has ever put together because that is as close as it can get. So I explain how he actually, you know, goes about those rating systems patreon.com slash LSU football uh, for my deeper advanced scouting report on what I think could work versus Ole Miss. So 
this game is really close, and I do believe Ole Miss has had quite a bit of close game luck during the Lane Kiffin tenure. So since he's been in Oxford, Lane has been 6-2 and two in one-possession games. And the last time he lost a one-possession game, well, you're probably thinking it, 53-48, to 48, the Kayshawn game, over 300 yards receiving back in 2020. So he's won all of these one-possession games where the ball has quite literally bounced his way quite a bit. So if this game is being projected as close as it's ever been, according to Parker at Stats of War, and you've had this major Vegas point spread shift where Ole Miss started off as two-point favorites and now LSU are slight favorites over Ole Miss, it does make you think that this game is going to be close. And there is a lot surrounding this Ole Miss defense that, you know, really makes you raise your eyebrows, right? An Auburn offense that really hasn't been all that great this year put up quite a few points on this Ole Miss defense that is full of transfer portal players. And they do have some good players, 95 and 15 on the front. Number eight, their linebacker's really good. But still, this is a defense under Charlie Partridge, first-year D.C., uh, that's had its lumps against some mediocre competition. Now, of course, you do wonder about the LSU offense taking advantage of those potential opportunities this Ole Miss defense can provide. I don't think they're a good tackling defense whatsoever. Um, hopefully, Jaden Daniels can get the football out quickly and the LSU running backs can continue their great play. And then, obviously, LSU defensively, which has had its issues, you do worry about that. You heard Brian Kelly just mention how good of a schemer Lane Kiffin actually is. So hopefully Matt House can get this defense playing back at a high level. In last week versus Auburn, there were a lot of broken tackles on both sides of the football. So while Auburn missed a lot of tackles, a lot of it was the Ole Miss ball carriers making them miss. Quinshawn Judkins, number four, really good player. Zach Evans, number six, a really good player for them. They have good receivers, and they have a quarterback who can get the football out pretty quickly. So, you know, for me, I, I do love watching this Ole Miss offense go to work, and uh, we'll see. You know, for me, I do feel the Florida offense last week was a little bit better than people gave them credit for. And the same thing, obviously, uh, with, with the Tennessee offense. So look, LSU's recent defensive struggles, some of it is just the other team being really good offensively. And some of it is not having major burns in the lineup. So there's all these different things that is potentially holding back this LSU defense. But I will include one simple truth here. Outside of Kentucky... They haven't really played too many great defenses up to this point either, right? That was a really tired Auburn Tigers defense. They're better, obviously, defensively than they are offensively. But this is the first time that this Ole Miss team is really playing a true road test. So, obviously, LSU will have, you know, the crowd noise and 
They'll have uh, Burt Jones and Kev Falk as guest captains. There's going to be a lot of great energy coming off this win versus Florida. And a, a lot of LSU fans obviously, obviously feel a little bit better about the Tennessee loss, knowing how good Tennessee is this year. So, you know, I, I think Tiger Stadium is going to be rocking. And I think, obviously, LSU is going to go into this game focused and ready to go. So, Obviously, LSU's got a lot of positive momentum from their offensive performance last week, and Kayshawn had the game that he had. We, once again, go to Power Hour LSU on YouTube, where you get a deep film breakdown of what I think has gone right for Kayshawn, and we did a breakdown of Kayshawn's legendary 300-plus yard game versus Ole Miss. So that'll be linked down below. Now, I do have to give you a score prediction because we've been doing it every week on the podcast. Once again, as I've said, I am a big, big believer in Lane Kiffin and what he's done at Ole Miss. I don't even know if he's even going to be at that school next year if a potential big job opens up. I see a lot of people potentially looking into Lane Kiffin being their next head coach. We shall see what happens there. But, you know, for me, I do want to pick Ole Miss in this spot simply because I did pick Florida last week, and I want to continue that trend because obviously I want LSU to win. So in this spot, it is going to be close. I am going to give Ole Miss the slight nod in this one. Final score, 28-24. to Now, I know a lot of you are going to give uh, me some flack for that. I know a lot of you are going to give me some flack for my lane love. I know a lot of you are going to give me flack for picking a lower scoring game in this matchup but there you go that's my final score let me know what you guys think don't forget five star reviews our live streams on game day pre-game halftime post-game show we will see you there now a few extra bonus shout outs here i appreciate all the love on the podcast i do want to show some love to matt Mascona. right uh that quote from brian kelly uh, about Lane Kiffin was from a question that he asked. And then earlier this week, we did an episode on another question that Matt was going to ask. So good stuff on Scone for getting there and asking Brian Kelly some good questions about actual coaching of football. It, it, it really illuminated some really interesting things. And I apologize. I obviously sound a little nasally. Got a little bit of the sniffles. Uh, I don't know if that was Chicago or not, but... Other than that, I'm feeling Gucci, baby. Big game. Let's go. Let's get a dub, baby. Keep it going, Jaden. It is the PHL Podcast, baby. Bye. And tonight, ooh, some barbecue chicken. Let's go.